everyone, and welcome to The House Bets. We are missing Jake today. He is feeling a little under the weather, but that's okay. He did give us his picks, but you'll also have Joe and myself here talking picks with you. So we've only picked a, a handful of games to really look at. There's some, some games that stuck out to us. We'll just start off on a roll, looking at that Dolphins at Ravens game. So the spread as we're sitting here recording is currently at three and a half with Ravens as the favorites and an over under total of 44 and a half. So I'll throw this over at you, Joe. Where's your head at on this game? I really, I wasn't really impressed with what the Dolphins did last week. I mean, their offense only put up 10, uh, was it 10 points, 13 points with the two field goals and their defense put up the other seven for that 20 to seven victory. Um, I wasn't impressed with anything that Tua did outside of a 46 yard broken coverage touchdown to Jalen Waddle. They have six points. So I think that the Ravens are a safe pick here going forward. I think that they're probably going to go under that total. I don't see the Ravens dumping on a lot of points on that Dolphins defense, but I don't see the Dolphins being able to throw up a lot of points either. Um, as far as uh, a player who I've got my eye on in that game, it's hard to pick against Duvernay after that that four yeah. target, four four catch, two touchdown game uh, to put a, 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 a bet on him for a touchdown this week. Unfortunately, he didn't get a lot of targets, so I think it's a little risky business there. Um, and that running back room is atrocious. If you're going to bet someone yeah. to get a touchdown, I'd probably bet someone on the Dolphins, maybe uh, Jalen Waddle or that but i think it's just too risky with both of those offenses to really choose yeah. one guy. i i can i do agree i i did struggle with this one i so i'm actually taking the dolphins to cover the spread i think it will stay close um i would if i'm gonna pick a money line i would take the ravens money line but again i think dolphins keep it very close i do agree with you on this the under i just think these are two teams i don't trust enough to score over 45 points. Uh, and I actually did take Jalen Waddle anytime touchdown because I liked that plus 180 number. I, I feel like he's definitely a target that Tua will be looking at using. Um, so that's that was where my head at, was at and I saw the, the number. The other one I did actually look at was funny was Duvernay, but I had the same reservations with you as he didn't have as many targets as I would like for me to bet on him. So we're kind of on the same, a little bit of the same page there. Yeah, I, I did huge research on Duvernay for my fantasy football team. And I was like, four targets is not enough for me to pick a waiver claim on him when you had Zay Jones out there with nine and, and a couple other guys got nine targets. So the same way I feel about him in fantasy is the same way I feel about him betting on him. So I'm just going to stay away from him. Yeah. So I'm also just going to, for, for the viewers, I'm going to run through some quick stats. So each of the Ravens' last six games as favorites have gone under the points, under the total points line. So in favor of us, the Dolphins have won six of their last seven a uh, games against AFC opponents. Uh, so th that is a nice one if you are looking at that. And the Dolphins have covered the spread in eight of their last 10. Um, so that is one, one thing I will say about the Dolphins. They may not necessarily be winning, but they seem very good at keeping it close. So that's why I didn't want to go against that spread personally. So moving on, another one o'clock slate game, the Buccaneers at Saints. We have an NFC divisional matchup. So this is an interesting game. I don't think both of these teams are necessarily at their absolute best as we're sitting at this recording right yeah, now. No, Where no, are you at on this not. one? <laughs> I don't even know anymore. I mean, Godwin's not playing 
four of the five starting offensive linemen for the Bucks are now hurt or unlikely to play this week. Uh, I know Mike Evans is on the injury report. Russell Gage is on the injury report. Uh, uh, Julio Jones is on the injury report. Like I said, Chris Godwin's yeah. not playing. And you look at the Saints and you got Jameis Winston's on the injury yep. report. Right, mm-hmm. It's just nothing but injuries Mark on both Ingram sides Mark Ingram and... Oh, Cam shoot. Jordan. Uh, Michael Thomas, too. Michael Thomas, yeah. So it's like you're talking all of the big names. Alvin Kamara is even on that injury report that I saw on ESPN today. So yeah. it's pretty much every big name that you would want to try to take a, a, a shot on in this game has some sort of ailment that is going to prevent them yeah. from possibly coming through. And I think it's 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 a really, it's a crapshoot. I, I completely really agree. I, I'm, I, yeah, I think it. The part that sucks is it is a, such a divisional matchup. Like you never want to be that low on either side to go against, but it it will be an interesting one. So we're looking at right now at the time of this recording, it's a two and a half spread favor in the Bucks over and under at 44. So what are you taking out of this? The under. <laughs> I mean, just to play it safe, if, if the injuries are real to these, these star players and it, I just don't see the points being there to get to even 44 and i usually have a rule if it's if it's under 50 i'll take the over usually but if it's over 50 i'll take the under because i just think that's my hard cut line but this is one of those games where just from the injury standpoint <laughs> i'm not trying right away offense yeah i this one was a hard look when i was going over because I, I was even reviewing right before we started recording i i'm sticking with the spread my reason being is i'm taking the bucks at that minus two and a half i think they very easily could get three points and over to beat the saints uh it's also because the money was minus 110 uh whereas the money line for the bucks was 140 i'd rather spend the one uh the 110 personally uh and i though i agree with you on the under i think this will be a low scoring game there's something in me just in my head my heart my whatever i feel like it's gonna hit that over and i mean by a point like that's where my head's at it's gonna be a point <laughs> i think it's like it's like 44 and a half right now so it could get by like a half a point that 45 point mark you know 21 24 yeah cover the spread for you get the bucks win and the money line get the trifecta going it's possible i mean it wouldn't surprise me my only thing is is i actually want to lean towards the saints if i was going to pick a team purely because I mean, the Saints put up the points last week. They The Bucks looked kind of out of sorts. And if Dak Prescott doesn't get hurt, who knows if they actually win that game. Yeah. Uh, and I I kind of want to pick the Saints. I think the Saints upset the Bucks last year a couple times or once once or twice, maybe. I think they, be, they may have slept last year. So the Saints feel like a safe bet to me. Um, it's just, I don't know, just to be safe, I'd probably only bet the under in this game. <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, I, again, for me, as, as much as a lot of the main players we talked about are out, I trust, and it's, it's got to just go back, I trust Brady being able to mm-hmm. lead a bunch of nobodies over if Jameis Winston even does or doesn't play, Jameis Winston leading an offense. But uh, definitely a game to keep your eye on, uh, especially for injury reports. Another fun game, I I looked at, you looked at, we both talked about the Falcons at Rams. So <laughs> this is an interesting one. Uh, where, where are you at? So the Rams offense looks completely just disjointed week one. They couldn't get anything going outside of Cooper Cup. 
Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they signed Allen Robinson. He was supposed to replace Robert Woods and be that uh, OBJ type guy. He got he did nothing. Cam Akers laid a goose egg. The only relevant backfield guy was Henderson. The Falcons, I think, right now are going off at ten and a half point underdogs. Uh, as we speak currently, uh, what I had them at ten and a half on my bets when I did place this, uh, but they are ten currently. Yeah, 10, and I think it's like 440, a plus 440 <laughs> or something like that. Uh, uh, they are crazy. plus 370 money line, while okay. the Rams are minus 455 money line. Yeah, so I feel like I'm, I feel like taking the Falcons. I think that offense came out and showed that they're they're capable of doing you know the things you want them to do. Cordell Patterson can keep them close, and they were in a close game last week. And yeah. when I thought they were going to get blown out. So. I, I, I like the Falcons here. I like the, the 10 point uh, spread there. I think it's a great bet uh, to, to go for. And that's where my head's completely at on that one. When yeah. I saw that, it's such a huge spread. I, the, I'm in a grants with you. I Going into this game, if I'm going based solely off of week one performances, I trust the Falcons offense more. Weird sentence to say when talking about <laughs> the Rams. But well, only defending in, Super Bowl champions, you know. <laughs> but just after, if you're going based off of pure performance, I trust the Falcons more than I do the Rams at this point. But it is also the Rams. We don't know what Rams are going to show up, and we don't know what Falcons are going to show up. I feel like that ten and a half is a great spread. I think the Falcons can easily keep it within ten and a half points. So we did go with them on that. Uh, and I also took the over on this one. This was one game that I went back and forth, back and forth. And it just, it kind of hit me where I was like, I've seen the Falcons get explosive. You've seen the Rams get explosive. And this could be a game that it sparks some some explosions. Um, and I did also take a player prop in this one. Have you or did you? Um, I haven't yet. I, I, I kind of feel that I want to take Cooper Cup as, as, as a anytime touchdown he's at minus last i saw was 280 i think i mean for anytime touchdown 205 that's rough (laughs) yeah um but at the same time i think that if i had to pick someone who didn't really do anything if we're going to keep with that that theme i mean we saw mike williams pop off thursday night cam Akers. i i feel like they have to he has to get involved i mean he has to right he has to Uh, yeah it was, but you also have to look at the interesting showing of Austin Eckler and the Chargers game. It just seems like these top running backs, they're they're just not there for whatever reason. Yeah, as happy um, as I am about Xander Horvath getting touchdowns because he's a Purdue Boilermaker and I'm a huge Purdue fan, <laughs> I need my Austin Eckler to pay off sometime and I need Cam Akers to pay off sometimes, please. <laughs> right? Uh, and you sound like probably every person playing fantasy football right now. You're in that, that group. Um, I did take Kyle Pitts anytime scorer. So this is a little selfish because on fantasy, I do have Kyle Pitts myself. So I obviously want to see that happen for multiple reasons. But Marcus Mariota seems to really love tight ends. And I think Kyle Pitts and Marcus Mariota, especially throughout the season, we're going to see a lot more of a relationship build between the two of them. So I just think this is a game where... Mariota definitely is going to rely and needs his wide his wide receivers, his tight ends. Um, so that was my my player prop on that one. I mean, but, him or Cordarell Patterson, realistically, if you're going to pick a player yeah. in the Atlanta Falcons offense, those two guys are the safest bets. Yeah, maybe a Drake London on a flyer. 
<laughs> he is also on my fantasy team, so I need him to do well too. <laughs> Um, I So let's run by some quick stats. So seven of the Rams' last eight home games have gone under the total points line. The Rams have won nine of their last 11 games, but the Rams have failed to cover the spread in four of their last five games when they were favorites. So uh, that's going to be a, one of the more interesting matchups, I think, this Sunday. So another game you and I had looked at was the Cardinals and the Raiders. So I think this is a team of two, a team. This is a game of two very even teams. I, I There's nothing crazy shocking out of this game that speaks to me. How about you? I mean, not really. Uh, the Raiders offense, Derek Carr looked completely rattled against the Chargers week one. I'm hoping he bounces back. Uh, it would be really nice to see that offense perform to its potential with Hunter Renfro, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, and, and and Josh McDaniels write something up that's not what looks like a Patriots offense without Tom Brady in, <laughs> in it. Uh, but I actually have my dark horse in this is someone who I also picked up on the waiver wire this week, uh, Dorch for Arizona. As long as Rondale Moore is out, Dorch had nine targets, six receptions, and 63 yards. Now, he didn't find the touch at the end zone. But with that kind of target share, if it continues, I do feel very confident of an anytime score on Dorch this week. Okay. Okay. So as we're currently setting, I did forget to quickly mention this. We are at a five point spread with the Raiders as the favorite and over under a 51 and a half. Um, So I like the Cardinals with that plus five. I think this is a game of, like I was saying, two very even teams. I think the Cardinals keep it close. That's, That's where I'm at. I'm going under 51 and a half seems outrageous for these two teams because the what the Cardinals made 21 points and the Raiders 22, I think and yeah the Raiders and the Raiders like- made 24 uh I I honestly I don't see this going over 51 and a half I would stay far away from that so I'm sticking the under uh one that I do have though is Derek Carr over one and a half passing touchdowns I think he's going to rely heavily on his tight ends and wide receivers in this game seems like he always does so i feel like that's a very easy safe bet on that especially one. with darren waller Devontae adams and hunter yeah. throw out there running routes for him that's definitely a safe bet <laughs> yeah i saw it and i went hmm, you know i like it uh alrighty so another great one that i'm honestly i think this is my favorite matchup of the day I talked about it on my personal podcast where I I went in on Mr. Aaron Rodgers and he has taken on the Bears. Well, let me first start out. We're at a 10-point spread, the Packers as the favorites, over and under 41 and a half. What what are you what are you taking, Joe? What's this game speaking? I'm taking to? the Bears. I picked the Bears <laughs> to win this game. I think the Bears are actually going to go out okay. there and 100 percent beat the Packers. I think that as good as Aaron Rodgers is, he can't, to, to quote Giselle, he can't throw and catch the ball. Yeah. And that's what we heard all preseason was that they weren't catching the ball. Then we saw it week one, they weren't catching the ball. That Bears defense is flying around. They're young, they're hungry. The coach is out of his mind. And yeah. if I had, if, at the beginning of the season, if I was going to pick a quarterback of second year guys that were supposed to be really mobile and really exciting between Trey Lance, Trey Lance and Justin Fields, I thought Trey Lance would be the better quarterback. That's not the case to after week one. That was a Justin Fields show. Yeah. 
and I think it continues. I think the Bears start season 2-0. I think that even if you just took them, you know, with the plus 10, that's still a good bet. (laughs) Yeah, this is like the Bears Super Bowl. Uh, If I'm a Bear, if I was a Bears fan, this would be my Super Bowl. I'm going into this extremely confident. And I was even saying on my podcast, I want to see Aaron Rodgers be the leader that we all know Aaron Rodgers is. And I just, all I can hope is throughout practice this past week, he's in these guys' faces telling them, I cannot lose. We're we're not losing. Um, But I think, I, I don't, I don't know if I have enough confidence just yet in the Bears. Week one was a great game, but against a 49ers team to me that still hasn't proved anything to me. So for that reason, I will take the Bears spread. I do like them to cover that plus 10. Uh, I'm, however, going with the under on this game. I do not expect a crazy high scoring game from either of these two teams. And I, I honestly didn't have a player prop for this game, nothing stood out to me where I was racing to go get a, a player prop. Absolutely not. I mean, the real reason I'm picking the Bears was because of a comment that the, the Chicago mayor came out and said that when the Bears found out the Bears were leaving uh, Soldier Field and they had put in a bid and got accepted, she was like, well, maybe they should concentrate on being relevant past November and maybe being the Packers once a Ooh, year. Yeah. And I'm hoping that this is the, this is the, the one win they get in Lambeau. Yeah, <laughs> just right. I there. mean, that's a debate all on its own. The Bears 100% need a new field. Uh, unfortunately, it is Chicago and it is freezing cold and it does snow a lot. So um, I'm all for them with a the new stadium. But so some quick stats here. The Packers have won each of their last six games against the Bears. Each of the Bears last four games as road underdogs have gone over. I'm still not liking it. And the Bears have failed to cover the spread in each of their last five games when playing NFC North opponents. I don't think that's the case on this one. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it sounds bad. It does sound bad. We're, the numbers are not there for us, but the, the the Bears plus 10 is, that's, I think well, that they cover that easily. Plus 10 with this team. I, when you have such a winning week that like they're just coming off of, I, I feel like it's super easy to carry this momentum. Plus, Matt Nagy is not back there telling them what to do. So that's already a huge <laughs> bonus for the Bears. Yeah. Matt so, Nagy, Adam Gase, no longer there no doing more. things no more. For, for teams anymore. So we, yeah. we don't have to worry about that. Uh, oh, Adam Gase. Wow. All right. The <laughs> Vikings at Eagles. Monday night, the second part of that doubleheader. I love this matchup. So this is... Out of the two games on Monday, this is my absolute favorite. Um, I am super excited. So we are sitting currently at a two and a half point spread with the Eagles as favorites and over and under 50 and a half. So what, what's your immediate just thoughts on this game? I'm, I'm taking the Vikings uh, as the underdogs there to cover that spread easily. I actually think the Vikings win this game. Uh, I actually look, I was spending a lot of time um, looking at the odds on uh, first touchdown, anytime touchdown for yeah. uh, Dallas Goder, AJ Brown, and Justin Jefferson. And honestly, some of the things I want to bet, I want to bet Justin Jefferson uh, two plus touchdowns in this game. Uh, I want to bet Justin Jefferson and AJ Brown both go over 100 yards. I want to bet 
that, so you're uh, big on player props. You're, oh, you're all huge over. player props. This is going to be a fireworks show. It's going oh, yeah. over. I think they're both. This game's going to come close to 70 total combined points. I think that neither one's got overly a good defense. That's going to be able to stop the kind of talent that is in these offenses. Yep. And it's going to be a straight gunfight. I was completely under the same impression with you. Um, I actually did catch the Vikings earlier on in the week with plus three. Uh, which oh, I <laughs> yeah saw that right away and I, I immediately put money on it because I was like that is that's a good spread uh, I also did pick the over I completely agree with you these are such dynamic and just firework offenses I'm ready to watch an, a just back and forth tennis match I feel like I've yet to get my back and forth tennis match of a football game this season and I, I'm I'm ready for it as for player props I was going through them and it was the same thing. I was uh, AJ Brown, Justin Jefferson, Devonta Smith. There was so much in my head that I was like, I love it. I love it. I love it. And I just couldn't, I don't have the bankroll to make all of the bets I was looking at, unfortunately. <laughs> so I, I ended up going with none. I'm probably going to oh. be mad at myself, but I, I couldn't pick just one that I was like, this is it. This is the one I love. Because as I was going to, I was going to do Justin Jefferson anytime score. Uh, I was like, but what happens if, and, and I was like, you know, let me just not cause myself too much stress. Yeah. Sundays are a ritual in my house. One important part of that routine is drinking liquid IV. I love staying hydrated and liquid IV makes that so easy, especially when I have 12 hours of enjoying football ahead of me. There's so many delicious flavors. My personal favorite is passion fruit. One stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates faster than just water alone. Get 25% off and free shipping when you go to liquidiv.com and use code the underscore house underscore call underscore podcast at checkout. Experience better hydration today at liquidiv.com and remember to use the code the underscore house underscore call underscore podcast or click the link in the bio. My, my The one I really liked was the Justin Jefferson two touchdowns. I think DraftKings, yeah. I just saw, had him going off at 800, plus 800 on uh, two touchdowns. I think that... Um, oh, AJ, that's a, You might be convincing me to... Yeah. A.J. Brown, uh, I think A.J. Brown first score or Dallas Godert first score were both plus 1,100. And Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson was plus 500, two touchdowns, okay. 700, two touchdown, 850 first to score. So, I mean, those guys are... Yeah, it, electric. It, yeah, and I think that there was a combined, if you pick both, A.J. Brown, I saw someone had had odds on, I can't remember where it was at, but A.J. Brown, Justin Jefferson, both over 100 yards was going off at plus 500. So, I mean, there is some serious money to be made on a game that is going to be so exciting to watch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to run some quick stats here. The Vikings have failed to cover the spread in each of their last five road openers. We also have to remember that was a very different Vikings team. Each of the Eagles' last five games at Lincoln Financial Field have gone over the total points line. The Eagles have won four of their last five Monday games at Lincoln Financial Field. Mm, so the Eagles love Monday nights at home. But... That was our quick rundown of some of our best bets for Sunday and Monday night day football. There's all, all different times. Uh, we will be back next week. We will be talking with you guys Thursday night football and then following back up for next week's uh, 
Oh wait, I forgot. I I'm such a bad person. Jake <laughs> sent us. So Jake is out, not feeling well. He did send us his picks, uh, just to throw out there. He is taking the Vikings at plus two, taking the under of the fifty and a half, and he was going Dallas Goddard first to score. He loves his first to scores. Oh, Ravens. And he's good Ravens. at them too. He is. He is. <laughs> Ravens minus three and a half over 44 and a half. He's taking Justin Tucker first to score a field goal. That's not a bad pick at all, actually. Yeah, it's actually super solid. <laughs> that's a, Yeah, that's a solid one. Packers minus 10. He's taking the over at 41 and a half. He's taking AJ Dillon first to score. Arizona plus five and a half over 51 and a half. Devontae Adams first to score. And he's taking Rams minus 10. See, I wish he was here for this. I would love to know the Rams minus 10. Rams minus 10 over 46 and a half. And he's taking Henderson to score first. I honestly think it's more about his lack of trust in Atlanta than in his trust in the Rams, if I had to guess. <laughs> I, yeah. But again, you know, I think that's an, because I'm sure a lot of people are on that plus 10. But again, different Falcons team this year. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, that will do it for us today on The House Bets. We will see you guys next week. Take it easy. And Alabama. Anthony Joshua accepted um, right away. And uh, they played Texas. He you know, wants everyone's to going horns down, right? Alabama comes back.